Welcome back to 10 to Win the Podcast. Before we dive into part three of our New Year's resolution episode, which is the interview portion, I wanted to let everyone know this episode will be slightly longer than the 10 minutes Kevin and I usually stick to. You are about to hear an amazing interview with incredible content that could truly make a difference in your life. Kevin and I felt the content was so good, there was no reason to cut any of it out to get closer to that 10-minute mark. So without further ado, please enjoy the interview portion of New Year's Resolutions. Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. Welcome to part three of our New Year's resolutions episode, following up on Monday's episode where we defined what New Year's resolutions are. And on Wednesday, we gave you some tips on how to better stay on top of those resolutions. We're back for our Friday interview portion. And today our guest is Lauren Widrick. Lauren is a certified badass life coach for entrepreneurs, executives, (laughs) And the everyday badass, she escaped an investment banking career to help over 100 people start their real life by getting out of their own way. She just wrapped up hosting her annual Grab Life by the Goals Summit, which we will add a link to the show description for. Lauren, Happy New Year. How the hell are you? Happy New Year. Well, I'm thrilled with that introduction. Thank you. That was amazing. It's great to be here. I was telling the guys before we came on that I'm now fully addicted to this podcast. So being on the show is a total honor and I'm thrilled. Changing changing lives one badass life coach at a time. So Lauren, <laughs> t- you got to tell us, how did you become the badass coach for the ultimate badasses? Oh my gosh, Kevin, thank you for saying the word badass so much. It's one of my favorite <laughs> words. I, so I this could be a 20 minute story or this could be a one minute story and I'll give you the short version. I decided to do this seven years ago and I just simply didn't quit. And there were plenty of opportunities to quit. So like Kevin mentioned, I started this as a side hustle. Uh, I worked in investment banking. I was not an investment banker. I was not one of the really rich people, but I worked on the trading floor amongst those in a nice cushy job. And I freaking hated it. I hated it. I worked on bank software. That was my job. And it caused a, a crazy life breakdown. And I ended up hiring a life coach, which at the time sounded like bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Is life coaching real? Like, is this person going to take my money and run? Are they like a psychic or a pet therapist? What is this? And so I ended up hiring this person and I was like, I can do this too. That's the gift that she gave me. So I started as a side hustle. I could have quit many times when I got pregnant during the second month of my business, when I got offered more money to stay. In year five, when I left out, my business almost shut down. Like there were so many times my business could have fallen apart, but I just didn't give up. And that's the main crux of the story is like going after these big goals is not linear. It's not predictable. Shit's going to happen. You're going to get challenged. And how you respond to those challenges is going to determine the outcome of your life. Life of a badass. Yeah, that, that's so <laughs> awesome because, you know, we, we all are in a position sometimes where we want to give up. And we're talking about New Year's resolutions here and why it's important to establish New Year's resolutions. And ultimately, we end up failing on those sometimes. But Lauren... Since you've become a life coach, you know, how has your role in this new gig played an integral part in motivating people and helping them establish their New Year's resolutions? Yeah, Jason, it's a great question. So we've just started recently this year hosting a conference 
the first weekend of the year. We just came off it as of this recording. It was like less than two weeks ago. And it's called the Grab Life by the Goal Summit. And it's meant to bring people together to do exactly what you're talking about. Come up with your intentions, your goals, and your resolutions, which as y'all will agree are all different things, right? And create a, a roadmap for your year. So we start with things like the summit, but what I do as a life coach is I help create the conditions for success in general. I run this thing called the Grab Life by the Goal Squad. It's the core product of my business. And it's a community that includes coaching, crazy fun events, coursing, uh, courses, uh, so that you can pick and choose all the things that you need to help you succeed. So first things first, take time at the beginning of the year to really sit down and think about what you want. Think about what gets in the way. Think about how you've let those things stop you and how you won't let them stop you this year. And then think about what's next. I think carving that time at the beginning of the year is super important. Yeah. I mean, planning in itself, right? Like that's, that's, that's a common theme of some of the things that Kevin and I've talked about and probably something that you've talked about many, many times is just simply sitting down, writing it down. Kevin, how many times have we said that about a million now, you know, write down your goals and then formulate a plan on how to get through those. Okay. And, and accomplish those. Yeah, you can't go anywhere unless you know where you want to go. And how are you going to know where you want to go if you don't actually sit down, really think about it, write it out, give yourself an outline, you know, things like that. So, Lauren, let me ask you this. What what were your New Year's resolutions this year? I will tell you my goals for the year. And the resolutions are the habits and changes that you deploy to get there. Like it. I know. I'm kind of stealing from one of your prior episodes, but I couldn't agree more. When I heard you say it, I was like, yes, I agree. Okay, so my goals this year are very, they're radically different than past years. In the last seven years, all of my goals have been revenue goals. I just want to make this much money in my business. And I assumed that if I did, I would be happy. Sometimes that was true and sometimes it was not true. Truly. So these are my goals for this year. Goal number one is work in my primary business from the hours of nine to two. That's it. Nice. That means I will have to get a lot of shit in place. I will need more team members, more automation, a bigger audience, the sales process to be easier, marketing to do heavier lifting for me. Like, so there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes of like Lauren working from nine to two and actually being done when my kids get off the bus. There's a big juicy why I need more time with my family. I need more health. Like working nine to two will enable that. My second goal is to give up coffee. And as I'm recording this, I'm sucking down my like third cold brew of the morning. Again, that's an outcome that means my sleep is dialed in. My nutrition's dialed in. Like I'm moving throughout the day. I'm not doing work that drains me. Like to give up, I I drink an inordinate amount of coffee, but to give this up means lots of other things behind the scenes have to be in place. And then my third goal is to have some of my own investments. So my husband and I, we have a lot of investments. We have real estate, we have stocks, we have, you know, our retirement funds, we have crypto, we have all these things we invest in, but he kind of runs that show. And I'm that stereotypical wife that's like, where's all of our money? Like, (laughs) and so I don't want to be that anymore, especially coming from the world of investment banking. I want my own things because I want to teach my daughters that they they need to be 100% responsible for their life outcomes. So again, I got some shit to learn. So those are my three goals resolutions or habits are the things I've got to do along the way to arrive at those destinations. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's you, awesome. So do you think like the typical, so we've been talking about these resolutions all week. Do you think the typical new year's resolution, eat less, exercise more, spend less. I mean, is this just all a bunch of bullshit and we really should be setting better goals and then figuring out, each step along the way that's going to accomplish the the goal or 
Is it, you know what? You want to lose 10 pounds, New Year's resolution. Eat less in January. You're probably going to lose close to 10 pounds. Good for you. I don't think New Year's resolutions are bullshit. They are, they're formed with the right intentions. Your heart's in the right place, but there's a reason they're not effective. So first, let's talk about the word resolution. It comes from the word resolute. Resolute means unfuckable with. Like I am resolute. I am certain. I am sure. I am positive. And unless you have that level of commitment to these things, then it's not a resolution. It's just an attempt. It's just a swing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, we talked about this at the summit and you could hear a pin drop when I said it. I said, y'all know that working out five times a week is not a goal, right? And everyone in the room's like, it's not, because they'd all written it down as their goal. I'm like, no, why are you working out five times a week? There are plenty of reasons to do that. Is it to like reverse diabetes? Is it to look hotter? Is it to find community? Is it to teach yourself discipline? Is it to set an example for your kids? Like, those are the goals. Working out five days a week is very arbitrary unless it has a, a destination attached to it. That's like saying drive 500 miles. Right. You could drive in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Where? <Yeah. laughs> but you're 100% right on that because the working out five days a week is the habit that you begin yes. to create, right? In order to accomplish something further down. And that's to lose pounds or to, you know, look better or whatever it is. But yeah, five days a week is the habit. That's not yeah. the goal. I think and that's what habit- I mean. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. No, well, I, I was going to say, I think because when when I say, oh, aren't these resolutions just bullshit? I think what I mean is like striving to eat less or spend less or read more every day or what you work out five times a week. Like that's shit that we should just be doing, right? Like we should all be just trying to do those things, yes. whether or not it's December 31st or you know, October 10th, right? We should just be trying to be better in all those aspects of our life, I think. If it were that easy, though, we would all just do it. No doubt. Right? What's missing is the is the emotion, the juice. And that's why yep. we need life coaches. Yes. Yeah. So I'll 100%. give you guys an example. Um, have you guys heard of this fitness challenge called 75 Hard? No. Okay. You work out twice a day. You stick to a very strict diet. It's just 75 days of, like, very, very clean everything. And it's really hard to work out twice a day for 75 days. I did it in the fall. It was awesome. It changed my life. And I'm thinking about doing it again because my 40th birthday is in like three months. So I'm like, nice. but I don't really want to. I don't have the why isn't strong enough. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, and so I was talking to my own coach about this and she's like, what does turn you on? Is it speaking on stages? Because Tony Robbins and Brendan Bouchard, they train like marathoners for their events because they're on stage burning 11,000 calories a day. Like, <laughs> Is, does that turn you on? I was like, oh, fuck. Yes, that turns me on. Yeah. So now I, now I feel more inspired to do this thing. Whereas before I was like, eh. And if I would have started this task with the eh, it would have fallen off on day 12, like everyone else's resolutions. 100%. Yep. 100%. Yeah. So, so Lauren, you know, we've talked about establishing these resolutions and, and looking forward in the future at our goals and how to accomplish those. But it's not easy to get there. Okay. So what is your advice in someone who's establishing a resolution, but has no idea what process to do, you know, how do I begin? What steps should I take in order to get to that ultimate goal that I want? Yeah, that's a great question, Jason. Um, This comes from my technology days. It's called the agile methodology. So instead of creating a blueprint and trying to stick to that exact blueprint for 12 months, you give yourself room to test and iterate and go again. So for instance, if your goal is to get in the best shape of your life and you know why, it's to be, I don't know, more energetic around your kids. Okay, great. We've got the goal. We've got the why. 
If you say, I am going to do Orange Theory five days a week for the rest of the year, that is not going to work because it leaves no room for feedback. So what, what I teach in the squad is to do quarterly sprints. So I would say, if Orange Theory is your thing, sign up for that for 90 days and then give yourself a chance to reflect and say, is this working for me? Yeah, that, that's, that's awesome because it establishes success points along the way. Right. Yeah. You know, are you are you completing? Are you are you getting done, you know, or at least making progress, you know, on what your ultimate goal was and having those cutoffs, whether it's a month, two months, three months, you know, that can really look give you some good feedback. Look back at the last 90 days and say, hell, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. You know, this is working. Let's keep going with this. Or, you know what? I need to modify it. My schedule just isn't allowing me to do this. And is there something else that I can, you know, take away from give to whatever it is to to recreate, you know, the time to do this? 90 days is turning out to be a sweet spot for think we're talking about fitness a lot on this episode, but I translate this mostly to business and sales. So what we do is creating a yearly sales strategy, like an annual revenue goal and all of that stuff can be overwhelming. It can be limiting. And I want people to stick with a thing for 90 days because think about like when you're selling a new product, those first few weeks, nobody's responding. Nobody's, you know, you're getting a lot of no's. Nobody gets it. You're wiggling out your message. And I'm like, give it 90 days. Don't, don't assume on week four, it's not working. Right. Same with the workout. Like you've worked out for a month and you've lost one pound. Don't assume it's not working. It's compounding behind the scenes. So like, don't, don't quit after two weeks, give yourself a full 90 days and then reevaluate and like design your next quarterly sprint. And we do this in the squad, my coaching program. We have, we had it yesterday. In fact, our quarterly sprint planning session where we're like, set up your clinical trials. And that's another concept is clinical trials. We don't know what's going to work. So we take a multi-pronged approach, assuming that some things will and some things won't, and you won't feel like a failure or a fuck up when some of the things don't work. That's part of the clinical trial philosophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So Lauren, what I don't want you to out anyone specifically, but what were some of the goals or resolutions that were set at the this year's summit that have you really excited to to see or you thought were really cool or unique and different? Yeah. I will say most people at the conference, I tend to attract an entrepreneurial crowd because I've done business coaching for the last few years. So the people who are like, screw it, I'm starting my business or screw it, I'm done playing small, $8,000 a month isn't cutting it, let's go. There were people at the conference that were like, I want to host conferences. And they got to be in the energy of someone doing it. So that was sexy. There were some people whose goals had nothing to do with business. They're like, I, I need to figure out how to be happier. And so we say, okay, that is actually a goal. So what are you going to do this quarter? What clinical trials are you going to attempt to uncover what makes you happy? There are yeah. some hard charging executives that were like, I need to focus on my life. Yeah. That's a huge goal. Like focus on my life, right? But huge goal. Don't don't you think that we need to break that down though a little bit, right? Yeah. Like what are those things, you know, being happy, that's also a huge goal, but we all got to look at what makes me happy. And then when we identify those by writing them down, now we can begin to focus on them. Right. I think that's yeah, what's so effective a... about 10 to win. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think most of our listeners just want to be happier. Yes. And I think me too. by breaking it down week by week and being like, Hey, listen, try to make yourself a schedule or here's some time management tips or here's how to set your new year's resolutions. I think those are things that will make you happier over the course of time. But Lauren's exactly right. You need these 90 day clinical trials to do them effectively. Yeah. One day, one week, two weeks is just not enough. You, you've got to have some duration there. 
Yeah, I'll give you guys a personal example just from this morning. So I'm coming off, you know, planning a huge conference. We onboarded 15 new members into the squad, which so now I have a moment to breathe, literally as of this week. And I and I messaged my own coach and I was like, do I have happiness goals this quarter? Have we talked about this? Um, we talked about habits, we've got strategies, and she wrote back, and she doesn't talk like this, but she did it for me. She said, Warren, you gotta come up with some freaky shit. You gotta come up with some freaky shit to do this quarter. Like last year I did a stand-up comedy lessons. And we went on a big boat trip in the fall. Like we had some stuff that had nothing to do with business that was really fueling me. She's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to take a solo trip somewhere? Are you going to plan a trip to Italy with your family? Like you need something that's way outside the lines of what you normally do because that's what turns you on. And so we're going to sit down tomorrow for an hour and like map that out. Yeah. You probably thought I was going to say something different with freaky shit, but she just meant like (laughs) non-business, non like habits. It's all fair game here, Lauren. It's all fair game. Whatever. You never know. You never know. But that's awesome. You, you, you have to change it up. Okay. Eventually you have to change it up and, and doing that will be more attractive, uh, you know, to the Mm -hmm. folks that you're appealing to. So Lauren, you know, as we, we kind of come to the end here of our, of our, um, part three here of our first, uh, episode uh, of the year. Um, give the listeners, you know, a pitch on your summit, okay, and why they should consider working with you. Like, if they've never thought about a life coach in general, okay, why is that important? And you know, what would they be able to find and, and learn at your summit, and and just really working with a life coach in general? It's a great question because I was very skeptical of life coaching before I heard of it. So the main way you can work with me is an annual membership called the Grab Life by the Goals Squad. Now, the summit that Jason mentioned is an event that's included. So if you join the squad, you get a free ticket to it every year. And then we have a summer camp version of the summit as well. But what the squad does is it creates the conditions for success. I mentioned this earlier. So you come in and you get, there's a business coaching call and a life coaching call every single week. You've got this community of almost 70 people and counting right now who are very invested in your success. So if you need a website person, we got it. We got a copywriter. We got a marketing person. We got a finance person. I could go on, right? There is some... You are one message away from everyone that you need. Uh, We have in-person events. We have virtual events. We have guest trainers. So there's a lot going on in this membership. And it's way less than I used to charge for private life coaching. That's the beautiful part. It's such a win-win. It's it's cheaper to come into this membership. You get more support. And it's frankly like easier and funner for me to deliver. So this is a really amazing solution to set yourself up to win. If you guys have read the book, Who Not How, you should. It's like who, not how is the secret to success. It's how you get exponential results. And so that's what we've created here. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. And, and I truly hope that uh, people take your advice and, and, and look into you and life coaching in general, mm-hmm. because I think that there's some, some incredible accountability there. You know, as an individual person, you have to have your own accountability, but man, the amount of momentum and drive that you can, that folks can push you to do, right? Like, you know, you, you have the ability, Lauren, and, and all of your folks have the ability to continue to make incredible waves in people's lives. And that is just freaking awesome. Thank you. Well said, Jason. And thank you so much, Lauren. We want to thank all the listeners for tuning in here to part three of our new year's resolution series. This has been amazing. Awesome learning from the very best out here. Lauren Widrick. Thank you again for joining us. Please make sure that you follow Lauren on social media. And as usual, we will be back and better than ever for a brand new episode on Monday, focusing on why New Year's resolutions fail and how you can stop the failure. Please rate and review the podcast as that helps to get the podcast to more people. And finally, as always, if you're impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you on Monday.
Thank you, Lauren. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah! yeah.